This is Abigail Luna, your host, and you're listening to Sweet Honey. I think the most difficult thing about being called out to do something from God is definitely the beginning. Um, But in the story that we're going to read, God so perfectly placed these three scriptures um, in a specific order for us to live by whenever He calls us out to do something. So in honor of Sweet Honey's first official episode, thank you Jesus, I just want to talk about um, where we come from and how far we've come and relate it to the story in the Bible um, in Zechariah and how this man was also called to do something and how God told him like this is how you're going to do that. Because I know whenever God calls us out to do stuff, we're just like, how am I going to get there when this is currently where I'm at? You know, we have these visions and dreams and desires and we're just like, man, Lord, this is what I want. How can I get there? Well, in this story, it's going to tell us how we're going to get there. It's going to explain everything. And I know that God did this in so much detail because he wants you and I to go based off the story after he calls us out to do something. So in this chapter that God called that man, right after he says, Zerubbabel, you're going to rebuild the temple, he goes on to say in verse 6, it won't be done by your might nor power, but by my spirit. Then in verse 7, big mountain, you are no problem. You will become flat ground in front of Zerubbabel. Then he will bring out the last and biggest stone of my house and the people will shout, God bless it. And to end it with verse 10, he says, do not despise these small beginnings. So just imagine God calls you out to do this miraculous thing and rebuild his temple. You know, that temple of Israel is everything that God is. It's love, it's purity, it's a holy place. And he just asked an ordinary being to rebuild it. Imagine how that man felt when he found out that that was his calling to build the kingdom of God. I mean, how would you feel? I would feel overwhelmed. And I definitely wouldn't feel like I was worthy enough because how unclean my hands were or how unclean my life was in um, in general. And all of those things would keep me from fulfilling that calling. Well, after he calls him, he said in verse 6, Not by your might, nor by your power, but by my spirit. He knows what we're going to think. He knows that we are going to say, and he knows that we don't have all the things we need in order to fulfill this calling. He already knows, and that's why he says, by his spirit will these things be done. It doesn't really talk about that guy's past, did it? No, it didn't say anything. It didn't say where he ha- uh, what he has, where he's come from. It doesn't mention a thing about that. It just says, not by your might, nor your power, but by my spirit will these things be done. So in verse 7, when it said, big mountain, you are no problem, you will become flat ground, in front of Zerubbabel, when we're on our pathway to fulfilling our calling and a big mountain comes and it's standing before us, he says that mountain will become flat ground. And when it becomes flat ground, it becomes something that we get to step on, something that we get to walk all over. It becomes a stepping stone, honestly. When this mountain is in front of you and you don't know how you'll get to the next position or the next level of your calling, all you have to do is rely on God's spirit, like he said, and your faith to work and it will become flat ground. So then it goes on to say in verse 10, do not despise these small beginnings. God puts you in these positions to see how you'll treat the small things he gives you. He wants to see if you're going to be faithful and obedient to take care of all these small beginnings. He wants to see what your hard intentions are. Are you going to be 
the leader that he's called you to be? Will you be faithful and obedient day after day, even when you're not seeing your progress? Are you going to be faithful and obedient to do what he's called you to do? You know, you're not going to despise the small beginning. We can relate our life to a seed in this moment. You know, we get planted in the ground. Um, And if you know me, this is my favorite saying, bloom where you are planted, because God plants us into good soil. And as we water ourselves, as we give ourselves the sunlight that we need, our roots are growing below the surface. So whenever that first plant um, whenever we first plant the seed God first calls us out we aren't going to see it immediately the sprout shoot up from the ground we don't even get to see the roots but in between the process of being planted and sprouting from the ground is where God tests us to see how faithful and obedient we're going to be you know in this podcast I didn't um it wasn't, you know, I never thought of a podcast. I didn't think that I would ever be able to do this. I don't know. I, when I get to editing this video, I don't even know where I'm going to start. So it first started out on a Twitter page in 2020. And I was, I was already saved, you know, but I was already called out to ministry. And I was stuck in this moment of, okay, you want me to do that, Lord. I'm going to do that. I will do ministry if that's what you want me to do. But do you know how I'm living my life right now? Like, I'm not honoring you in any kind of way. So why would you want me to do that? So first, you know, as I was reading my Bible or I would listen to podcasts or I'd be sat down by my mentor, whatever wisdom or knowledge that I was getting from them, I was tweeting on my Twitter page, you know, for other people to be encouraged or to other people to be saved. You know, it only takes one thing, one truth of God um, for someone to be saved. So I was just praying that this millennial group of this generation would be saved probably by just one Twitter post. Um, And so I was doing really good, but I wasn't seeing the followers. (laughs) I wasn't seeing nobody liking my tweets. And I was just like, man, this is ridiculous. And I, at the time, remember, like, I was not honoring God. So I gave up. I was like, no, this is not what, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not living the right way. There's no way that I could be called to ministry. So I just gave up on my Twitter page. And for the longest time, I wasn't tweeting anything. Um, I was actually... (laughs) I was actually depressed and I was going through it and I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. You know, that was a big mountain to me. Um, But then I got sat down and I was like, okay, Lord, if this is really what you want me to do, I'm going to do it, but I'll do this right now behind the scenes. I'm going to be faithful and obedient to you behind the scenes. I'm not going to tweet anything because honestly, I was getting tired of it just not being my own words. And I think that's what also made me feel like I wasn't worthy enough that it wasn't coming from my heart. Um, So I was like, I'm just going to go into my hiding place and I'm going to be fed by Jesus. I'm going to be watered by Jesus and get all this light so that I can be a light to others. So that's what I did. And a couple months later, you know, I come back and I'm actually tweeting stuff that's on my heart. Things that God placed on my heart, not things that I was getting from other people or from Pinterest. It was just something that God was placing on my heart. And it was just so encouraging. And I was like, yes, yes, you know, I'm on this move. I'm I'm doing this. People were asking me to pray for them. People would text me like, hey, Abby, what would you do in the situation? And I was like, yes, Lord, like this is what I want. Well, then, bam, another mountain. I got hit with something, um, a spiritual just I thought I was so spiritually strong and then something happened and I was like 
I can't do this right now. I can't be faithful and obedient to you, God. Like, I thought this one thing, I thought I was healed from it, and here it is again. Like, why would you do this to me? Why would you bring this back into my life? Like, there's just no way, like, that you're real. I, I questioned God as I was called to do ministry, as I had this Twitter page going, as I was talking about God, I questioned him. And I was like, there's just no way that you would do that to me. Something you love me. You said that you love me. Why would you put me through this hurt again? Or why would you even bring that back into my life? Um, and so that was one of probably my biggest mountains because after that I was so spiritually weak like I wasn't praying um, I couldn't get into my worship I just I really couldn't talk about Jesus and I was like no I can't um so I went back into my hiding place a couple months later I was like okay you know I'm back I feel good thank you Lord for healing me I feel awesome and um I came back to my Twitter page you know and everything was still coming from my heart I was still doing everything that I was called. I was still living a righteous life. You know, I, I was, I had the fear of the Lord in me. I did not want to sin and go back to my past. It was just something that, um, I hadn't completely healed from. But, um, so I had told Jesus, okay, I like this Twitter thing. I like this, but I can't really talk about everything that the Bible says because I'm limited my characters. And I know we all hate Twitter characters because you literally cannot say a thing. I swear, you can't really say or explain yourself at all because you only get like 125 characters. Anyway, so I was like, Lord, I'm going to bring this to you. And if I'm really called to do ministry, um, you're going to make a way. You're going to make a way and you're going to tell me how else I could minister to other people. So then it came on my mind, you know, to just video myself and um, of stories of the Bible. So I did that for a little bit. And um, God bless you if you saw those videos. Um, but thank you for your support and your love when I did. Uh, I guess it encouraged some of y'all. But I was just like, okay, um, you know, how can I get out there? And so he said, record yourself and post it. So I did. I would record myself talking about stories in the Bible and like what they meant to me, you know, just kind of like what I'm doing now. Only Instagram, freaking Instagram, limits me two minutes and 30 seconds. And I was like, no, like this is just not enough. I had to cut out so much scripture. I had to cut out all of this revelation knowledge that I just felt. And I was like, I can't share this. I can't do this. So then he was like, okay, then do a podcast. And I was like, nobody's going to listen to me. No one wants to know what I have to say. I was like, no, I don't have that kind of voice to do that. I like I talk too much, obviously. And um, he was like, no, you do a podcast. And I was like, okay, but how? Like, I don't have all the things that I need in order to do that. And when I tell you where God guides, he most definitely supplies because within months I had this microphone, I had my laptop that I needed, I had everything that I needed in order to do a podcast. Now I'm not completely there, of course, you know, you might hear some echoing, I don't know how to edit, so you might hear some of that stuff while listening to this video, um, but he supplied everything that I needed. So that's how I knew, and that's how I know right now in this moment that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'm so graciously happy um, that we're all here today. But to get back to the story, you know, he says first, you're called to do this. Second, it's not going to be done by your might nor your power, but by my spirit. And third, whenever this mountain comes into your 
pathway as you're walking towards your calling, you're just going to demand it and declare it out of your life because you're made to do this. You're called to do this and God's going to supply a way. Uh, He's going to give you everything that you need. Where he guides, he supplies. He's going to do that for you and that mountain will become flat ground. And then fourth, do not despise these small beginnings that God puts you in because that's what they are. Just simply small beginnings. So we can relate our calling or our assignment on our life to Zerubbabel and Joshua because the same walk that they went through is the same walk that we're going through. Our story, our calling was already written in this Bible the same way that Zerubbabel had already walked it for us. Um, What's that TikTok saying? Zerubbabel walks so we can run. That's exactly what it is. You know, the Bible is already written. Our story is already written and we're just living it now. We're reliving the Bible. And I hope that this story, you know, encourage you, whomever might be going through a small beginning, whoever might be feeling doubtful or just distant from God because you're questioning like, what am I really supposed to be doing? Or you don't know yet what you're supposed to be doing and you're asking God to give you that wisdom, well, just know it's by His Spirit. You know, it's by His Spirit that the things are going to be done, and all you have to do is just get in His presence, get into that secret hiding place where you just feed yourself, and you just uh, surround your environment with God's holy people or God's holy place, God's love, God's presence, and He's going to make it happen for you. Now, this Twitter page is 2022, and I first started it in 2020. It took two years. So it's going to take time. You know, God just wants to see you be faithful and obedient to Him. You know, do what you have to do in order to fulfill this calling that God put on your life and be obedient to Him when He says to do something. You know, you do it. No questions asked. It's not by my might, Lord. Like you said, not by my power, but it's going to be by your spirit and by your power and by your authority that these things are going to be done. Um... So I hope that this encouraged you. I hope that you're going to go out there and you're going to fulfill your calling and you're just going to look back and be like, man, I'm so glad I listened to that story. I'm so glad that um, I was able to hear that. You know, that's just one of God's truths. And if you really want to go back and reread the full story, it's Zechariah 4. Um, I believe I started in verse 5 and then, you know, 6, 7, and 10. But go back there, reread it, let that encourage you. Reread it in different translations because it encouraged me in different translations as well. Um, But thank you again, all of you who took the time out to listen to this. It's my first one, um, so just bear with me, please. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for all your kind words. Thank you for the support and the love. It genuinely means so much to me. Um, Y'all have a great day, and I just hope that this encourages you. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow, like, and rate this video here on Spotify. If you want to follow me on my social medias, you can catch me at Sweet Honey or Abigail Luna.